This podcast is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton. You're listening to a Business Radio special presentation of Dollars and Change from the floor of the Wharton Social Impact Conference in Philadelphia. Here again are Nick Ashburn and Sandy Hunt. Welcome back. This is Dollars and Change. I'm Nick Ashburn. And I'm Sandy Hunt. And you are listening to Business Radio, a special broadcast of Dollars and Change on Sirius XM 111. And this is a special segment of a special broadcast. I'm calling it the Dollars and Change Family Reunion because we welcome back... Back to basics. (laughs) We welcome back our former colleague team member, Jacob Gray. Hello. Thank you for being with us now, now wearing a new hat. Yes, Jacob, you are now the Managing Director of Impact Investing at Threshold Group. Exactly. Exactly right. So thanks for staying in Impact Investing. Thanks for staying in Philly. (laughs) Yes. And so, Jacob, you are still in our orbit. But what what is Threshold Group? What do you guys do over there again? Yes. So Threshold Group is a multifamily office. Uh, so we serve uh, ultra high net worth families and increasingly their family foundations. Uh, it's about 77 families and 16 foundations. Uh, and we're all over the country. So we're half based in Seattle, half based here in Philadelphia. But With a growing all presence in San Francisco? Within a mighty office of one in San Francisco. <laughs> Soon to be an office of two. So Excellent. 50% growth rate. So, so you're saying if you're listening and, and you are interested in this space, there might be a job opening in San Francisco? There actually might be a job opening. There's a job description floating around there right now. There you awesome. go. Check it out on our thresholdgroup.com. We had um, our keynote, Bobby Turner, was on campus earlier this week and Phenomenal. spoke to 100 students and told the story of how you know, one of his like best and brightest on his team got the job because like after an event, she ran up to him and said like, this is what I have to use my Wharton degree for. And he told this story. And as soon as the event oh, was no. over, I was like, three, <laughs> two, one. And it was just like, Beatles Fun. come to America, yeah. like flood the stage of business cards. The thundering herd. Exactly. Well, and, and that, it, you know, that is an unexpected but solid transition into sort of like the the sophistication of the space and, and how popular it's getting and how many oh, yeah. resumes I think Threshold will probably get for yeah. that position. Um, so talk to us about, you know, what are the big trends you're seeing sort of from the Threshold point of view in yeah. the industry? You know, why all the fuss? Yeah, professionalization, uh, I think, is just absolutely i mean it's it's taken off it's like here it's uh uh are, sorry, was, well, professionalization meaning like it's happening or you think it needs to happen no it is, has has okay. happened yeah and not it's is. here at this conference it's here it's exclamation the, it, it, it has is arrived it's arrived in the in the industry I, um here's an example i was listening to anthony bug levine uh who is one of the founders of the industry i think may have coined the phrase impact investing himself um and heads the nonprofit finance fund and he was talking about they're expanding, and I think they're hiring like 40 people. Wow. Um, so they're, they're a, a national CDFI, Community Development Financial Institution, um, doing he, the really gritty work. He remembers how to break down the acronyms yeah. on radio. Thanks, Jacob. So they have a bunch of job descriptions out there, and he was saying, like, you know, I know we're going to get, I just am convinced we're going to get the best and brightest from all the, you know, the top schools because everybody wants to be doing this now. And he had a little bit of guilt. Like, is this what they should be doing now, or should they be going out and, like, working, like, ground level um, but uh, he, and like, like I would say, like, yeah, actually, this is what you should be doing right now. Yeah. You well, should be moving a, capital toward this space. It is a very interesting point because we've been having conversations with other major foundations. Yep. You are also involved with the MBA Impact Investing Network and Training Program, or mm-hmm. MINT. We were mm-hmm. just talking with Brian Trollstead about that. And, you know, that's where we're sort of trying to build the talent pipeline as well. Yes. And 
Right now, that is only the top 25 graduate programs in the world right. that, that participate. But there's plenty of interest for training and exposure in this field. So how, you know, are, are, we, are we doing a disservice by not doing that yet? I mean, we're, we're definitely interested in doing that with Mint, but broadly, yeah, so it, I, I guess that's maybe where Anthony Buglevine was also sort of coming from. Exactly right. Uh, so, yeah, there's, there's, there's more interest than there could possibly be in slots for all these jobs, people right now, yeah. in, in jobs. But in many ways, those jobs are just at the sort of upper echelons of these, right? It's a strategy early, position yeah. uh, at... Um, at Bank of America Merrill Lynch, or it's a you know a lead uh, with with Stephanie and our group, special group out in, in San Francisco. But but who's going to fill all those analyst spots, yeah, or those advisor spots at 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 BAML, uh, Bank of America mm-hmm. Merrill Lynch? Because uh, the future of this industry, I mean, like it's like we, when when I met with those, uh, I spoke in front of a big group of some of the larger advisors at Bank of America Merrill Lynch last year. And, you know, the comment from the, from the podium was really, look, guys, like, in five years, if you guys can't have this conversation, you're going to be out of a job. You're going to be obsolete. There's going to be some new blood coming in there. But who's training them? Like, yeah. I don't know who's training them right now. It's, it can't be just us. And it can't just be, oh, I'm sorry, you Warden. guys. Yeah. Award. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, he lo- as you, you can't see on the radio, but, he, you know, he looks nostalgically, <laughs> longingly at the at past. At the radio headsets <laughs> that exactly. once filled his Thursday mornings. Um, so, Jacob, talk to us. You know, when you talk about threshold, 77 families, I think you said. That's right. What, you know, what, what's sort of the journey that they're on around impact investing broadly? Is it a slow, you know, testing the waters? Are there folks who, who want to be all in? Are they waiting for more evidence? Sort of what's the temperature of that, of that group? Uh, it's a great question. And, and they're all over the place. The answer is, is they look like the cross-section of investors in this whole space. So we have um, you know, what we call 100 percenters who want their, all their asset classes. And um, you know, in some ways, they're, they're, uh, they're really interesting to us because that's a kind of a specialty of ours is going uh, for the full asset class approach. Um, but then we also have people who are like just curious, like what maybe they have one issue area. I have a traditionally invested client right now who's saying like I'm really interested in gender equity and I'm really interested in human trafficking and how can I work? You know, don't <laughs> she actually says like don't tell me about my returns. Tell me about <laughs> what the rest of my what my with, portfolio with is doing with a little piece of my capital. Uh, you know, they're open. Okay. They're open. You know, there are some who are like, you know, give me, a, I'm, we're nervous, we're going to go really slow with kind of what we call an aspirational bucket, and others want to do the whole thing. What do, what do they need to do it? So when, you know, in, as, you know, sitting in the threshold seat saying, how do I answer that question? What exists for yeah. you right now around, you know, gender equity and human trafficking? Do you have the product you need? Um, you know, what, what are the investable opportunities yeah. look, looking like? Yeah, there's more product than even, I think when I was at Wharton that I was aware of. Oh, great. So... It's like there is product and fixed income that's exciting and interesting. Like there are, uh, you know, taxable municipal bonds that you can push toward education. And you can push toward, you know, so they're, they're interesting all over the, in all the different asset classes. Um, but, you know, there still isn't like a really solid hedge fund yet. You know, that's, that's for instance, part of the portfolio where we're just like, eh. Not so sure what sorry. you can do there. Yeah. Exactly. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but in other parts of the asset, uh, alternative assets, there there are certainly many, many opportunities. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And other alternative assets. You know, private equity is pretty uh, robust right now. Venture capital is pretty robust. Private credit becoming more robust. So 
um, yeah, it's just, I mean, that's actually the glaring hole is, I think, right now is hedge funds. Yeah. And you, you spent, oh, good. <laughs> I was just going to let our, our listeners know that we are here. It's a special broadcast here at the Wharton Social Impact Conference. I'm Nick Ashburn, and I'm here with Sandy Hunt. And we are also here with a, a Dollars and Change alum. Yes. I guess we can say that now. Dollars and Change alum, Jacob Gray, who is Managing Director Couldn't of Threshold Couldn't hack it on Dollars Group. and Change. Had to go be Managing Director <laughs> at Threshold. We, we gave him the boot. Oh, we gave him the boot, folks. <laughs> Not really. Jacob just moved on. He moved on. He got over us. <laughs> And so I was, I was <laughs> bringing it back to impact investing in the conference. Exactly. Yes. So you spent a lot of time when you were here working on research, really helping yeah. to bring evidence to the space. Now that you're in practice, mm-hmm. what do you think of evidence? You know, do you, do you see it as important as you did when we sat here in an academic institution? Do you think it needs to be less rigorous and, and more quick? Do you think it needs to be, you know, even more expansive academically? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I would say it's kind of like all of the above. There's certainly room for the kind of faster turn, you know, sort of strategic landscape type of consulting that spits out some research. You know, it's more like practitioner-led research. And there's, but there's also a lot of hunger for really rigorous work. And I think it totally makes sense the way that that Wharton has focused on that rigor because that's you know, if you're not going to do it, who is really? quite frankly, in this space, and who better with the finest pedigree of the school. Jacob used to call me the quality police. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> when it came to our research, I mean, I think we feel really proud of our brand at Wharton, yeah. full period. And when it comes to this new, awesome, exciting space, there's a, there's a big sexy factor in it. But we want to bring the, the reputation and the rigor around mm-hmm. what we do at the Wharton Social yeah. Impact. Yeah, we're sort of too. like the resident buzzkill, I think, of a lot of, <laughs> you know, the conversation. Because it, it's so exciting. And we're like, yes, but yeah. that hasn't really been proven yet. Or, like, mm, was the question asked the that's, right way when the data was collected? We're skeptical optimists. Yeah, we were skeptical optimists. That's, that's the best way of that's describing true. it. Yeah. You know, part of the conversation that I found fascinating right now is that people are starting to uh, be a little bit more precise about, you know, we used to call it, a, a you know, we're impact investors uh, we should be measuring our impact. Well, you know, those, those of us here know there's very little actual measurement of actual outcomes or impact mm-hmm. going on anywhere in this field. Yep. So we should call ourselves like output investors. It's one of those things Brian likes to say. I think it's right. Mm-hmm. You know that that mostly what we're measuring is the outputs of what we do, which is fine. Um, but it's mostly whole, what's measurable. It's mostly what's right. measurable. Exactly. Like, um, but the the newer wave now is to is to try to educate the investors on the upfront side about what you should expect and where in your portfolio can you expect super high catalyzing impact that is absolute result of your dollar and where else in your portfolio should you be rather saying like I want to signal the industry by removing you know by getting by joining divest invest or being an active shareholder or something like that are you do you will you ever know whether your dollar made Peabody Energy shut down coal you know dirty coal no, you yeah. absolutely won't. That additionality is so hard to track. Exactly. That's it. That's but and so don't expect it. But expect it over in these other parts. But the, the you know as a whole, you're sending a very sort of as a big tent. You're sending a big message by putting your entire portfolio to work. Yeah. So Jacob, you know we only have a couple minutes left, yeah. and yeah, you yeah. know what that means. Um, <laughs> but you know you've you've played many roles in the impact investing space. You've been an investor mm-hmm. running um, impact venture capital. You've been on the academic side. You're now in the wealth management mm-hmm. side. You talked about, you were surprised that there were more products in, in the market yeah, that yep. you maybe knew before you got into your new role. So what are you, what are you continually surprised about and what are you most excited about moving forward in the industry? Um, so I think what I'm excited about is the kind of the universality of the message. I think in some ways 
in my old neck of the field, which is private equity and even more narrow venture capital, it's only for certain people, right? Certain risk tolerances, certain liquidity needs. But the desire to have your money in your values and your values in your money is almost universal, nearly universal. So like that, that's what excites me is that that's, that and now that it's possible to actually, there's actually the absorptive capacity in the industry to move money at, uh, it, for most people that, um, that, I don't know, the future looks very, very bright. I think that the spiking J-curve of dollars in this industry is just going to continue. I mean, it's 22% of all money under U.S. asset, under, under management in, in the U.S. right now. Is defined as impact investment? Yeah. Wow. I'm skeptical about that statistic. I'm <laughs> curious where if there's double counting or not. But USF. unfortunately, <laughs> we're going to have to we're have to gonna, we're going to have to close on that. We'll but have Jacob you, back. Yes, thank you so in. much, Jacob. It was so great to see you. That always was always a pleasure. See you again. Always a pleasure. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.